Morning. Hello. I don't know why I say morning because when people listen, it's probably not morning, is it? We just record it in the morning. Well, morning to Hugh anyway. Welcome to another episode of Horizon Scan. Um, yeah, happy, happy. Not sad like last time when we started and you told me off. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, sometimes I decide what we're going to talk about. Sometimes Hugh does. And sometimes we both sort of work it out. But Hugh wants to talk about um, that fucking murderous nurse turd. Concept. Well, I suggested we could discuss that topic. I don't necessarily want to talk about it. Well, I know what you mean. But that's, for, for our needs, that's the same thing. You've dragged me into this thing, kicking and screaming, and now I'm here, so I have to, I have to, part, I have to take part. Don't I? <laughs> fucking, fucking hardly. This is like your school. I tell you what, it's, it's like my what? School. <laughs> I tell you one, uh, I tell you one, uh, by, not byproduct. Impact on this is I don't we like we, we barely speak to each other between episodes now. Yeah, that is weird. It's like there's less talking. Oh, to be honest, that is a uh, a conscious effort on my part because you sounded real busy doing like coursework, so I've tried not to pest you with shite. Oh right, guys. yeah. So I feel yeah, but, like yeah. I have more. I'm my own boss, aren't I? So yeah, but also like, it's uh, the I, it's the um, value of actually having. A, a, a discussion with someone IRL as opposed to you know drip fed over different messages throughout the week it's just more productive yeah just more productive. that's probably true no like 10 minute voicemail messages yeah yeah, yeah. Although, although funnily enough my, my, old, my old man and I were voice messaging this morning about 6 6.30 about um, uh, well similar stuff to what you and I would talk about actually yeah, yeah. Hugh's, uh, Hugh's dad does not like Horizon Scan. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I I don't think he's even aware of Horizon Scan. Okay. We don't, well, yeah, he I don't think like he's aware of Horizon because he's, he's not on Instagram. Uh, he's on Facebook. He's not on Instagram. Not anything. I've not mentioned it to him. Um, okay. And he's not a patron of a HR patron because they get it via, via via Patreon. But it's we. I sent him the, the latest Dom Cummings article, didn't I? Ah, shit, yeah. Okay, that's so that's what he doesn't like. I sent him the latest Dom Cummings article before I went home for the weekend to Wales to see him. And then, uh, but yeah, and yeah, he had, a bit of a, he, had a, he had a rant at me, was worried, was fearing for my safety and my mental health because I was, because yeah. I was, because I shared a Dom Cummings article with him. <laughs> Fucking hell. Imagine it, it turned out he hadn't read it. Does he know what else we're talking about? What? Does he know what else we talk about? If he, if he's scared about that, oh, I know, yeah, I know, I don't. It's like vanilla. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about my dad. Anyway. No, let's not do that. Let's not talk about your dad. Okay, so I mean, where the fuck do we start on this? Um, I don't. I would imagine that nobody has been able to miss this. I don't, I don't know what's on mainstream news, but I'm assuming it's been fucking everywhere on mainstream news. You have gone dead. Are you there? What happened there? I've lost there. you for about you a minute. I lost you as well. Okay. We probably have to start again, then, aren't we? That bit, snip that blankness out. I'm back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was convenient for me okay. as you started talking. Huh? <laughs> okay, let's hope it right. doesn't happen again. We'll see how we how I clip my way around that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, where do we start on this? Now, I'm assuming that everybody knows has seen this news story about this uh, Lucy Lepie is her name. Well, the, the UK is, people would have, British people would have. Maybe, maybe your, your yeah. audience in a wider place may not have. So maybe give a summary. Yeah. Yeah. So, long and short of it is a NHS nurse um, who worked with babies was killing them, and that's that's basically what it is. Yeah, for over a prolonged period, she was killing them. Uh, 
Obviously, that is a story in itself, but the story gets worse because um, her, so doctors and consultants who were working around her on shifts noticed what was going on, flagged it, and got told to wind the next in by uh, the management of the hospital. And as a result of that, more babies died. When it was, you know, it was flagged fairly early on that there's something not not right here, and they were you know, they were told to shut up effectively. They were actually made to apologise to her for accusing her. And it's fucking madness that 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 can happen. So, yeah, that's that. That's the story. She was sentenced today. Um, and she's got something like 12 whole life sentences, something like that, hasn't she? She's got... Yeah, with no chance, with no chance of parole. Yeah, so she's died in prison, so cool. But, right. fucking hell. Phone going there. Yeah, so what's your thoughts? I mean, what is this to say, other than fucking how, how can... It's a systematic error, isn't it? Is it? Do you think it's systematic error, or do you think it's like the wrong people, you know what I mean? No, well, I, I mean, thinking about it, it sounds like, you know, when the when it was first raised, so I, I think what may have happened here is it was first, so it was raised formally a number of times, and then it got as far as whatever the committee was at this hospital to review it, whatever the board or whatever it was to review it. And I think that what in all likelihood – that board, for some reason, wasn't was dysfunctional in some areas. wasn't very functional. wasn't very good. Like they just weren't very good. In, in, maybe not across the board. I don't know those people, but and, and and that impacted on their investigation analysis of their their complaints, the reports about was it Lucy Selby her name is, isn't it? Lucy Letby, I think her name is. Lucy, Lucy Letby, Lucy Letby. Sorry, Lucy Selby, if you're a real person, Lucy Letby, um, and. They fucked up. Whatever it could have been, that it could be, you know, it could be a bunch of things. Their their like ineptness, in, ineptness, their their inability to do things properly. Anyway, they may just be a shit combination of people on the board, or it could be a, a shit culture, or and or tie that in with when these complaints were made. Was it going on at a time where there was increased heat on the NHS and there was a real like worry of bringing any other scandal out the closet and creating any more bad press. You know, all these things can come together into a perfect storm at the worst time, like when you've got a baby colour on, on the loose, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that initial formal, that formal, yeah, this is bullshit, get rid of it and make, a, and, and make an apology. That probably dissuaded people down the line from firing up complaints because they wouldn't get taken seriously or causing them to second-guess themselves. Is she really being... Is she really dodgy? Because it's already got investigated once and they thought it was okay and I don't want to bring the heat on me by creating another complaint. And then all of a sudden, I'm the bad person for accusing, wrongfully accusing this nurse of of, um, of mispractice and murder. Uh, so I think it dealt with really poorly at the start for whatever reason and that, that just compounded the issue later on and made it less likely that she would get investigate, investigated again probably. Um, or people take it seriously when they report it. Did you see the Did you see the guy that doctor get interviewed? The doctor's been interviewed a few. Did you, I tell you what is interesting: these people get interviewed about it, like straight yeah. off the bat. It, it, it was struck me as quite unusual. But see, um, this was years ago, though, wasn't it? This was it? years ago. Yeah, this is like 2015, 2016. It happened. Oh right. I That's why it under the radar until now. Well, yeah, well, there was a story about it a long, long time ago, but it's only, it's the, the fact that she was arrested for killing babies, that came out ages ago, but it's only now that it's coming out about how that was allowed to happen, if you know what I mean. Mm. So yeah, this, this, this isn't last week, this is fucking ages ago. I I'm saw the Indian um, doctor. Yeah, yeah, get, get a timeline up because it's worth looking at. Yeah, it's just, it's like anything. It's it, it's what happens when you get the wrong people in the wrong place. Yeah. yeah. Have you spoke to many, Me. like, go on. 
you've never got the perfect people in the perfect place. Have you? You've never got in any organization. You just never got it. But no, of course, you get the strong circumstances come about. I mean, um, the other thing is when you talk about an organization like the NHS, which is as stressed as it is, it uh, it is as stressed stressed as it is, as stretched as it is, stretched, stressed, under pressure, undermanned, underfunded. Um, and and those kind of organisations. No, it's not underfunded, is it? No, no, the I'm NHS isn't underfunded. Hang on, what? The NHS is not underfunded. The NHS gets a lot of fucking money. It's just squandered a lot of it. All right, so the, the 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 frontline services are underfunded. Yeah, it's shit shit to do that job, but the 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 beast as a whole is not underfunded. You disappeared then again. Rubbish. What's good? It's just one. He's got the new tech today, so it's a bit fucking. No, it it's, might be um, it's, um, no it's. I'm checking my. Uh, I'm just doing a speed test. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's. Are you aware about what the police said? No. If you, if you, I think he was in that interview. The guy basically said. Um, if he'd have flagged this, like the police knew within ten minutes this was sketchy. Like from ten minutes, to, once the police got involved, they were like, within talking to that doctor for ten minutes, they were like, right, this is dodgy. There's something going on here. So if the police had been brought in in the first place, instead of allowing it to go through that system, mm. so the, if the police had been allowed to do their job, so if, if you if you suspect a nurse of killing babies. And yeah. you are, you know, you've got the level of experience that these guys have got. It's reasonable, even if she, I don't know how the system works, there's probably some weird system that stops it, but it's reasonable to suggest that the, the police might be spoken to about it, even if it doesn't go any further than, than just you just talking about the circumstantial stuff about it and taking their advice. But if the police had come in in the first place, it would have been stopped because they could see you know, virtually straight away that this was uh, something to be looked at. But it yeah, wasn't. It didn't one. go there. It went to, it went to management, who, because of the way the the, the mental the world the way the world's gone mad effectively, I'm incentivized not to say anything, not to rock the boat, you know. But that's yeah. down to poor leadership. That's that's poor, poor character, poor leadership, isn't it? Yeah. Well, at no point just... in your career. At no point should your career. Or your department, or your trust, or whatever, override the life of a baby, especially if your 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 whole organisation is based on keeping people alive. Yeah, but I don't think it even gets to that that decision point. I don't think it would get to that decision point. I think you know anyone would be. I think most people would be morally inclined to if they thought if that thing got if this got reported by a doc and wherever else and they looked at it and it was blatant like that or even just one of them spotted it thought, uh, actually this seems dodge then i think they'd be like yeah at the point i was they'd be like yeah like, we need we need to sort this out and it, maybe maybe they wouldn't deal with it in a maybe they wouldn't deal with it in a in a in the way they should do it maybe one of those where Mm, let's get her out of this hospital. Like she ends up in another hospital somewhere, killing other babies, but they stopped her there kind of thing. But the point I was making about underfunded, stressed, stretched, and all that, let's say underfunded in the hospital, on hospital level, like frontline, like they certainly haven't got everything you need. We know this, you walk in a hospital, stretch, hospital beds, all of that, it takes ages, waiting lists have gone up, mm -hmm. et cetera, and down to the cheap, you know, surgery's not that. The point I'm making that is where, where an organization, well, you know this from the military, right? When you've got an organization that is, it does not have what they need and they're under much more pressure than they should be and there's things that are impacting them op operationally that shouldn't be impacting operationally like politics like uh people wanting career advancement and this that and the other then the way you then, then how efficient you are as as a unit whatever that unit is really in the military or be in the nhs like hospital being a you, you know hospital staff hospital being a unit then then people end up, it's not so much turning a blind eye. They've got less attention to be able to pay to quality. And they end up doing 
They're just trying to get through each day and do the minimum required, treat the patients, that's it. Paperwork gets missed. Malpractice gets missed. It's just not noticed. People being arseholes doesn't get dealt with. Bad, you know, teams behaving badly, not doing things properly, just gets, gets overlooked because you can go and deal with it. But you know, it's, you know, it's going to get, you know, the complaints not going to get dealt with or anything corrected because everyone, no one's got the capacity to do it. Everyone's got like, they're just in survival mode, in survival mode. I think that plays a part into this as well. This is not me saying, oh, uh, Lucy Letby's a baby killer because the NHS has been has not been treated properly for the last ten years. That's not that's not what I'm saying at all. Not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that's a that's NHS is in shit state, really bad, and fucking assholes. When, when we come to this initial committee that reviewed, I'm going to look it up actually. The committee that reviewed the, the complaints at the start and said, "Yeah, bullshit. You're gonna have to. You can apologise to her. Thanks. Oh, I'm gonna pay for a master's degree. It's the other thing it did, didn't I? Yeah, um, and, send, and and try and send her to Alder Hay, which is like a children's hospital. Like what you've just described on. there, though. They were trying to. They were going to send her to Alder Hay, which is the uh, the children's hospital in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. So what you've just described there, though, I would agree with, maybe, but that isn't what happened. The, the, the people, the, what, the, the situation you basically described there is, is affecting the people on the, the ground level, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Those people did their job. The people who were at ground level went, this is sketchy. The people who were under the real day-to-day pressure, they all did their job and said, this is wrong. We need to have a look at this. This is a bit smelly. We need to fucking find out what's going on here. And people who aren't affected by that day-to-day nightmare in quite the same way, the people who are at the top of this organisation who have different pressures, that's absolutely true, but the people right at the top in this leadership, these leadership positions, they're the ones that didn't do their job. So it's basically like some Tom going, this is fucking scary. Well, no, Tom, say two sergeant or sergeant major, really like experienced senior people like these consultants and these doctors were. This is fucking dodgy, this needs to get sorted. And brigade commander goes, no, shut up, not a thing, leave it alone. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. Um, according to the two consultant paediatricians, in July 2016, a hospital executive said contacting the police would damage the hospital's reputation and turn the neonatal unit into a crime scene after one senior doctor recommended bringing in criminal invest- investigators. Now, that may not necessarily be him saying, don't do it. It's just him saying that, like, this is what's going to happen. And then another executive, Tony, Chamber, Tony Chambers, then the hospital's chief exec, he told senior doctors to write a letter of apology to Letby on the 26th of January 2017 for repeatedly raising concerns about her. The apology was ordered on the basis of two ex- external reviews, which executives felt exonerated Letby. However, neither review was designed to examine whether she or any other member of staff was responsible for the deaths, and both recommended that several deaths be investigated further. Doctors were told in early in early 2017 that Letby's parents had threatened to refer them to the GMC, the General Medical Council, after a removal from the unit, according to internal documents. So, what were those external reviews for then? Yeah. What are they looking well, at? It was about bullying. It seems to me, from reading through this stuff, is it was basically about all about her. I've got, well, I've got the reviews here. I've got okay. the reviews here. Right. So, senior doctors were ordered to apologise to Let Be after the two reviews. One review by the Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health looked at the general. Op- I'm getting this information from the Guardian, by the way. One of the Royal uh, looked at the general operation of the neonatal unit during the period of higher mortality and recommended increasing staffing levels, among other improvements. It added, We were not commissioned to conduct detailed case note reviews. But given the circumstances, we recommend that this is initiated immediately, prioritising the deaths that were considered unexpected. So so they were commissioned to look at the practice of the unit in general, and they weren't supposed to look at detailed case notes of deaths. But they, but they said, you fucking should do, by the way, hospital. That was part yeah. of the review. Okay, the second review looked at the medical records of 13 babies who died unexpectedly and four who survived sudden collapses between June 2015 and June 2016. This report, seen by The Guardian, made a series of recommendations that called for a 
broader forensic review of four deaths, it said, remain unexpected and unexplained. These reviews were considered by executives to clear let be of any wrongdoing, and they decide how. Yeah. How? Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, these are absolute scumbags. These are people who just wanted this to go away. But these people should be in prison. That's my view of it. There's three of them in a meeting, I believe. In a, Chambers should go to fucking prison. In a meeting oh, called... Yeah. In a meeting called to discuss these reports on 26th of January 2017, Chambers, this is the chief exec at the hospital, the hospital yeah. at the time, Chambers said he, he spent hours talking to Letby and her father and that he believed she was innocent, according to internal documents seen by the Guardian and interviews of two pediatric consultants. Chambers then ordered the consultants to apologise to Letby and said, he's a fucking, is he a fucking detective now, is he? Mm-hmm. Is he a detective, is he? So the, yeah. there's yeah. two reviews, which blatantly, we're looking at the summary notes, obviously, the summary, the summary of them, yeah. they don't exonerate, and they say, they don't look, they're not looking at her anyway, looking in general, but they say, yeah. the second one says, this four explained deaths here, by the way, and the first one says, you need to look forensically at a lot of these case notes. And then the chief exec has a conversation with Let Being a Father for hours, in inverted commas, and then says, yeah, I, don't, I believe her. Not a drama. No dramas here. Yeah. Jesus this is a sweep it under the carpet exercise, and they are, and they are on the on the probability that they think that they think there's nothing wrong. It's right. It's okay, and we'll just get rid of this. It's fine. I don't think it's anything like that. As in, like no. it's, it is a it is a sweep under the carpet. But I, I'm absolutely certain this guy basically just wanted it to go away. There was no consideration given to whether this was actually a thing or not, because those reviews point to there being something smelly. Everybody was telling me this fucker, I'm not going to, he just seemed the worst of them, but there's two other people as well. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything, or everything that was given to these people, bar her, bar the fucking murderer, was telling him that this needs to be looked at, and he believed the murderer. He should be yeah. in prison. Yeah. You know, there's basically, there's basically no excuse for what happened there. Uh, and the person who said contacting the police would be... Okay, so contacting the police would be terrible for the hospital's reputation and turn the neonatal unit into a crime scene. That was a guy called Stephen Cross, and he was the hospital's director of corporate affairs and legal services. Also should go mm-hmm. to fucking jail. Yeah. I mean, like, how can any of those considerations be more than a fucking an organization that is dealing with fucking health? How can any of those considerations be thought to yeah. override? No, what's interesting is in you know in the corporate world, if someone if someone has a death from a health and safety issue, like a health and safety death, the directors can go to jail for corporate manslaughter. You can go to jail for cor- if you're yeah. the director of a company. You can go to jail now. Yeah. Can you go to jail for corporate homicide? Is this cor- homicide? Is this corporate murder? Is this is, you know because it seems and to me the it. same thing. It's exactly the same kind of thing. Complete negligence has resulted in the murder of of babies, basically, or partly to blame for the for the murders. Some of them could be saved. Not, At the very least, murder. it's manslaughter, isn't it? At the very least, it's some sort of like manslaughter type thing. You were connected to these these kids dying. Yeah. Things that you did or did not do contributed to babies dying. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, it's, it's that simple. She's got life sentence. I, I have always considered. I've always considered. No, I have been considering the that. Not have been considering. I think probably the death penalty should be brought back. And I thought this for a while, like for a few mm. years. I because the way I look at this, like this is a perfect example. So she gets to go to prison, like, and and she. She gets to go to prison, right? She has a life. She can get st- stimulation each day. She is living. She's eating food. She's making personal, she's having personal interactions. She's literally living a life. Why the fuck should she get to do that? Why should she get to do that? Because it's yeah. not even the kind of person I'm going to assume is going to be remorseful. <coughs> and, even if, and even if it is, she should not be graced with the opportunity to remorse, have remorse about what she did. I think people like this should be, they should be, Dead. However you like, do it, dead. Get off this planet. You do not deserve any more time. I kind of agree. Like, I agree 
that I think that would be a great idea in some ways. But we get that fucking we get the death penalty thing as in we get murder stuff wrong sometimes. Yeah. Um I I don't think you can say don't kill people or we'll kill you. I don't think you can do that. Like I like trust me, I like the idea of this. Like quite happily do it myself. You know what I mean? I like the idea of it. I just don't. I don't think it works practically. Well, and actually, what if um, what if you could have what if you could have a situation where and I haven't thought this through. What if you have a situation where where if the crime was considered to be like that bad, and there was a threshold of evidence and probability met for guilt because we do get it wrong sometimes you want to kill someone and actually find out in 10 years time uh, we got it wrong like but yeah. dna evidence and thing and bullshit testimony and corrupt cops and stuff like that what if you could meet a threshold and say that actually the probability you know the jury agrees that the probability is like 99.9 percent. so not only have we reached the majority verdict to say we think they're guilty but also that it's like overwhelmingly Based on the evidence, there is a threshold of ninety-five percent or ninety-nine percent chance that we are correct in this conviction because, you know, because they were seen doing it. For example, just for example, we saw that person doing it at least twice, and X, Y, Z of the information, and so, and they were killing kids. But what about that scenario where you fucking know it was done? You got them, you yeah. caught around, you caught around, and literally seen it. No chance of not of being innocent, and it was like premeditated. It wasn't like a self-defense thing. Yeah, get get in the bin. You're off the planet. You the could do that. Right? I, I, get, I get your point. The problem is a slippery slope, isn't it? The problem is that it started. You'll get like a handful of those cases in like a ten-year period, maybe in a twenty-year period. You get a handful that are that perfect that you know it's that person. What's wrong with that though? But what happened? You gonna let me talk or what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Well, you just twice now. I've started to talk, and you fucking started Sorry, going back up. It's a it's a connection thing. It's a, you're like a blurry. Oh, right. yeah, you're not big enough. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell about my coffee, can't you? Anyway, um, fucking the twenty fours. I'm getting old. You see, my brain's basically made of dust now. So when I when I start to talk, and I think I have to stop, I forget what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, again, I'm like, I'm, I'm with you on the. This would be a great thing we could do. There's, there's two bits in my head though. There's the thing, the fact that we could get wrong, no matter how you know. You know the perfect scenario you describe. Yeah, fine, absolutely. That seems like a good idea. But I also think, I don't think death is really a proper punishment. You know what I mean. So, what's worse? Off nothing. Obviously, we don't know what happens when you die. Maybe they go to hell and they go and suffer. We don't have to worry about them. Maybe. But it's just off. It might just be like going to sleep. There's also people who are not bags and actually want to die and do murders so we can kill them. Is dying worse or is genuine, like, old-school, solitary confinement hell? As in, you're in a box... For the rest of your life, you will not come out of the box. We will just stop some food in the box for you. And that's all oh, you're going to get. I'd be up that, for that. I'd be yeah, that, I think, is better than the death penalty. Because yeah, that's, yeah, that's a genuine um, deterrent. Death penalty isn't really a deterrent. Because you know, when it happens, you're not going to – it is like slightly, but it's not a proper deterrent. Because if you're a nutbag, you're a nutbag. And unless it's kind of a passion thing, which you probably wouldn't get – you know, it would be different. You probably wouldn't get death penalty for something that was like proved crime of passion or whatever. Or, but these proper nutbags who are ill, there's something fucking wrong with them. The brain doesn't work properly. They don't give a fuck, or they're less likely to give a fuck about dying. The the only thing that doesn't sit well with me with that is that um, in a in a weird way is that's that's torture for the rest of their life, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got it. And, and I, I don't like that idea. Yeah, because it's a real punishment. It's horrible. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. 
So, it does, so morally, it doesn't sit well with me. Even though this is Lucy, like, talking about Lucy Lepia, right? You know, mm -hmm. it, morally, for some reason, it doesn't sit well with me to torture someone for the rest of their life, it, regardless of what they've done. Or maybe I need, I need to think about it more. But right now, off the cuff, it doesn't, like, it literally makes my, my stomach turn thinking about it. But isn't that doing that with someone else. Isn't that the whole point? Mm. That, 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 that killing, so you're fine with killing somebody because it's, it's night's over, done, easy, done. But you're not fine with, or you, you, you're struggling slightly with the fact that this person is going to have a fucking awful life for the rest of their existence. Doesn't that say something more about what the punishment is? Like, put it this way, you've been to war, you could have got killed. It didn't, you, know, you didn't want to die, but you it didn't really bother you or you wouldn't have gone. But if, you, if I said you can go back to war and you might get killed or I'm going to put you in the box the rest of your life and you're going to suffer. No, you prefer that's, the, a, that's a ridiculous comparison. It didn't, it I'm not, just talking it didn't. about the fact that death, death is less of an issue because you know you're probably not going to know anything about it. You're going to, you're going to suffer maybe, if you've got a death penalty, you're going to be flapping for a while, then you come to terms with it, you're going to be flap again, then you come to terms with it, then you're probably going to have a two-week mega flap up until the time when you actually die and then you're going to be dead and it's over. That's less of a, that's less suffering, that's less of a could deal with, that's less of a punishment than if you go in that box, you're literally not coming out forever. And we don't have to worry about fucking um, the psychology of the people who are having to look after these people because you just automate it. Yeah, there's no prison officer bringing you food every day. That's automated. And they can live in their own shit. They can smash their head against the wall. They can try and out off themselves that way. doesn't matter. It's a genuine punishment because it's fucking horrible. It's medieval. I need to think about it more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I haven't thought about it. I haven't done weeks and weeks of deliberation on it, but I've thought about it a fair bit. I think killing somebody is a cop-out. I think it makes you feel better, and it, it, makes, it makes no real difference to them because it's off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I've, I absolutely can see why she needs to go in the bin. I'd be quite, you know, like I say, I think most people would be quite happy to do it because she's a scumbag. But um, you know, I think uh, there's there's better ways of dealing with it. But yeah, I certainly think that those impositions of leadership within this um, this hospital. Should be joining her. Like, I mean, I'm fairly, I'm, I'm 90% sure. I know that that Tony, but was it Tony? The Chambers? But me, the boss of the hospital, he worked again. I'm fairly sure he's still working within, you know, similar positions. Which what, is the insanity. I'm fairly sure, yeah. Really? Let's have a look. Yeah. At least recently he has been working in that position because someone was, his LinkedIn, his LinkedIn about, <laughs> Was all over the uh, all over the internet. Oh, Look at the comment, and the comments were insane, as you can expect. Chambers, what's his name? Chambers, Chambers, Chambers. What's his first name? Chambers. Was it Tony? Tony, yeah, maybe Tony. Yeah, Tony Chambers. Chambers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Chambers. Tony Chambers. Where you are, Tony? Where you are? Yeah. Tony Chambers. Uh, job. That's mad. In early 2022, after leaving RCHT, the other hospital, he became a director at Royal Liverpool and Broadbury University, University Trust in charge of opening a new hospital. Mm -hmm. He's been unaffected by this. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, not He's affected right now, like. Yeah, yeah, but that's because it's taken this long to get out. But the reality is he wasn't removed from position instantly. Yeah. So if this is 2017, what's he had? He's had a nice five, six years of just cracking on. Yeah. You know, after, you know, obviously it's only kind of proven now, but people knew at the time this is a man who is probably... Once the police investigation and everything starts, this is, it's all very obvious that this is a man who shouldn't be in that position of leadership. Yeah. Okay. I've just Googled, could he go to jail? Uh, 
Sherlock in the phone. The former chief exec of the hospital where Lucy let me work has said he will f- cooperate fully with an independent inquiry into the case. Uh, he resigned in 2018 from that position. Yeah. He said the best place for lessons to be learned would be the independent inquiry, which has been ordered by the government. Uh, doesn't say whether he could go to jail. Hmm. He basically resigned and then just fucking, he just went, see you later. Yeah, went I mean, else. if he can't go to jail, he's just going to move country and go and live somewhere else and where people don't know him. Yeah. And they always try and do that stuff. You know what I mean? But it's sketch. But this is, don't we see this time and time again? And this is like, well, I saw a text last night about this, leading lead into things about positions of responsibility and leadership and stuff like that. We see this time and time again in many important parts of society where you can't, like you said, you can't get the perfect people in jobs. It doesn't happen. Very, very rarely happens you get the perfect person in the job. There's always someone more capable who's doing something else. Um, and the world is basically, it's sort of two sorts of people. It's, it, it's, it's turds just trying to get by and it's good people just trying to get by and do the best. So it's pair, turds are with bluffing. They can fucking hell, we'll keep this going as long as I can. And then there's people who are really trying their best and trying to do the best and they tend, tend to get burnt out. Um, yeah, there's those sorts of people. But time and time again, we, we see that somebody's given a position of leadership and responsibility and for whatever reason, they fuck it. And very often, we don't see any, nothing happens. They get moved on. They resign and go, yeah, see you later. And they go, you know, if they're in very senior positions, they'll probably get some sort of golden handshake as they go. There's like, there doesn't seem to be any real penalty for fucking up. And I don't think that everyone who makes a mistake should just go in the blender straight away, obviously. But the higher you go in society and the more responsibility you have for keeping this whole shit show running, and the more effect you have on other people beneath you, the higher you go, the, there should be a real penalty for fucking up. Because people fail, there's a lot of failing upwards, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, fucking up if it results in you know people dying and stuff. Yeah, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just if you fucked, if you proper fucked up, if you're in charge of something very, if you're you're if your mistakes, so you are at this position here, quite a high position, and you've got a whole web of people underneath you whose lives are affected by the decisions you make. If you fuck up, there should be a penalty for that. I'm not talking about prison and shit like that. I'm just talking about some sort of life career penalty that's actually meaningful to incentivize not fucking up. Yeah, but that's to be done by the organization in which you're fucking up in. I agree. No, I agree, but you, you can get sacked. You get sacked here. You maybe get some sort of, you know, financial thing that makes leaving not so bad because you're entitled to it because of systems that are in place within that organization. And you go to a different organization, whether you go sideways or slightly down, or you get some people go up. I just think, I'm just talking about, I think we've, we let things slide too often. And the, the downstream effect of letting mistakes slide more often than normalizing that, well, they just fucked up and nothing really happened and they just went on their way. Oh, maybe they, they won't have a high-flying career now. They'll just have, like, an okay career. Like, the penalties of that, the fact that we've, we've normalised that, it has a huge downstream effect on the rest of society. Because mm. mm. people just know, oh, I'll fuck up, it'll be fine. And obviously, when people who are at the bottom level here who are probably doing the actual grafting see the people who are running their organisation just walk away after problems, like, think of all the, that one as, a, as an example. So there'll be people within that hospital who, who, on the grapevine, will have known exactly what was going on. Some of those people will have been grabbed for stupid things and disciplined for things that you know probably could have been given a pass. Um, 
So, yeah, they're not quite, you know, they're not fucking letting people kill babies, you know. They'll have been through all sorts of um, processes about discipline for things that potentially weren't disciplined things. So everyone's got a sob story about that type of thing. And you see, so you you were really affected during your career because of that those little processes. But then the guy who's in charge of the hospital just effectively just, just bends himself and walks away. That demoralizes everybody. It has yeah. a huge, huge effect on morale. Have you been, I don't know if you've been through the comments, you probably haven't on some of the, every time I see a post about this this week, on uh, Twitter about uh, what's happened with this case. The comments are, are full of basically three things. There is the hanger people. There's the people making comments about, you know, how terrible for the families and the baby and whatever. And the next one, the rest of it is just people who work within the NHS going, this happens all the time. This happens all the time. This type of shit. Things get, incompetence get swept under the carpet. Professionals flag it. We get told to shut up. And it, there seems to be, it's obviously the same in all, you know, in lots of big organisations. NHS is a huge organisation, even though it's compartmentalised into these trust things. People who are doing the job on the ground, waving their hands, flagging things and going, that's a problem, and then being told no by people who, are, who, don't, who aren't connected in quite the same way to the day-to-day workings, their managers, their admin people. I think it, 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 yeah. I think that I think that's a problem. Like, I don't think in this case in particular, the fact that these guys are experienced guys in the actual field, I don't think it, it's it, it should be a thing that a manager can tell them to sh- to leave it. I don't think they have the the experience, competence, knowledge, anything to look at that case. You know what I mean? What you mean? Well, I'm talking about if the doctors and the consultants are saying this is a problem, we're working with a day in, day out, this is an issue. We need to start looking at this properly. I don't think, and, it's, and certainly in this position here where it's like you know, there's fatalities involved, potentially, I don't think management should be able to shut that down. What, an investigation? Well, it depends who's doing the investigation. The investigation should certainly have had some uh, very experienced, at least at the same level of the, as the people who are flagging the issue on the committee. I, mean, I don't know if whether there was or not. Maybe there was, and they, they fucked it well, up or whatever. But... It's, it's, a simple, it's a simple process thing. It's like, you know, in this situation with her, and they said, oh, if you inform the police, and, you know, if we inform them, it's going to be a drama. It, the, the that decision shouldn't come down to that. The criteria for that decision should be based on the seriousness of the allegations being made. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay, you you, you, know, you, 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 you process flow. It's like okay, allegation made, allegations made, and there's some you know some some checks done. Okay, yeah, we need to escalate it to the next level. And these are formally reviewed by whatever body or whatever temporary structure key stakeholders, leaders from whatever departments and stuff, and then, okay, yeah, there's weight to this. Uh, or there's no weight. Yeah, there's weight to this. Okay. So is it, it, it is it potentially criminal misconduct? Yes. Okay. And we need to escalate it to execs. Okay. Uh, this is potentially criminal misconduct, and it's going to be escalated to sea level. Then at that stage also, it gets escalated through police and a report is made. And that is like, they're the two boxes you have to tick in the process. Got to do it. Have to do it. No choice. Like because criminal misconduct, so why? Because why wouldn't you? And then doesn't sound to me like they got that process in place. And if they did have that process in place, they ain't following it. But you know, you go when you go down the line. When you look at things like blockchain technology and things like this, right? And you, you and I know how how processes like this and other processes that if you incorporate. We got a right fucking tangent of blockchain, but incorporating like block, blockchain stuff into it, it makes it really hard to circumnavigate steps in the process, which shouldn't require a human to go. It shouldn't require manual. It should be okay. Has this thing this been done yet? Okay, escalate that, and then mm-hmm. it's recorded, and then uh, the chain does it. 
it's automated. You can't circumnavigate it. In this, you know, in this example, let's, this is just one practical. And people may be thinking, what? How the fuck has he brought blockchain technology into this conversation? But it is, you it know, if people listen to other stuff, it doesn't make sense, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're right there. That's just that. What I'm kind of saying is that uh, if it's a if it's about a medical issue, you have to have medical people at levels of that process. There shouldn't be an issue where there isn't a medical person with experience similar to the people who are making the complaints at their level minimum who are sat on every one of those processes. You can't have desk people, managers. You can't have those people making decisions about effectively overriding experience of people who's, when they, and the complaint is medical. I don't think you can have that. I know I understand fresh pair of eyes and not being so close to it, and that's all fine. But yeah, it's a, it would be basically like a bricklayer teaching you how to do a fucking section attack. Like you can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Or you teaching a fucking bricklayer how to build a wall when you just stick bayonets at people. You know, you, that's not a sensible thing to have. You need those the experience of the actual situation. Yeah. What are you looking at there? What are you typing? I'm not. I am. Um, I'm making a note for myself. To not be a twat. No, because when we were talking about blockchain and process stuff, I thought of something I could do differently at work, which would make my work more efficient. <laughs> and I thought, I thought we've got another 15 minutes in this conversation. There's no way I'm remembering that at the end. I'm going to email myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Back to being old. Fucking old, man. Ah, uh, mate, no, I got it. I, I, I need it this week. My, I got two different teams working for me, and everyone's on leave. It's just me. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> nightmare. Nightmare. That makes me happy. You're such a real person. I'm just not a real person at all. No. Yeah. No. I'm going to do well. I'm sat in my shed. What else are we going to talk about on this? Could we got, what, 15 minutes left? Well, with this, we, we yeah, I think we've probably covered this. Um. It's just a really bad situation that really, when it comes down to it, didn't need to happen. Like you can't, you can't really properly screen for nutters. Like there's people, I've seen a lot of stuff about this, and people want to look at the reasons why she did this. Like it doesn't fucking matter why she did it. No, because you're never going to find out. The, the, it's like the problem, the problem is the problem is process and accountability. Yeah, it's like this is the, this is why it got to go so far. You know, process. I mean, arguably screening. Should they have? I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna rabbit over this stuff. Should there be some kind of psych evaluation and all that before you get? No, maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. But you can't, like you said, you can't mitigate against psychopaths. They're gonna get yeah. into places everywhere, right? You can mitigate against really poor governance, which, which in essence, this, this is partly why it was so bad, and she wasn't caught earlier when it was first flagged yeah. up. You know, yeah. really poor. You can mitigate against that. Now, I tell I, just, I mean, I am interested to hear from people what they think on the death sentence or Gaz's eternal real life hell in the box. Um, what do we think on that? I, I, I mean, also on that, I, I think on the, on the like, living in the box and you know, like eternal torture, there's good. There, she will, let's say she goes and that's what they do with her, right? Which obviously, isn't, they're not going to. They go, they're going to do that. There will be points in her life, in the remainder of her life, where she has hope. I don't want her having those positive feelings. I don't want her having it. I don't want her, I don't want her having it. Or the yeah, opportunity to have positive feelings. I don't want it. You can't. Yeah, but she's she not, not being She tired. might have positive feelings in there. And then and so, then the next day, oh, shit, still here. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only bad thing about it, there is a downside to the, 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 the hell that I've discussed, is that, you know, in the situation where you've got it, you have actually got it wrong, you fucking, you've melted a person. You know, if you're in there for five, ten years on your own, living in your own shit, obviously I'm not suggesting that's another thing, but you know what people, prisoners do when they're not happy. You know, you, you might have completely melted a person's brain and then you find out that they're not, they didn't do it. Well, um, this is where it comes to the threshold, isn't it? It's like have a threshold of... Yeah. Because you can, you can have that. You can have that. It, you know, we, there's cases where you know people are 100% guilty. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd say it should be. It should be. There's levels. I understand that prisons. And it be. I do actually have prison guards and people like that. Um, prison officers, what they call prison officers. 
we do actually have that within sort of the same community. We have a fair few. Um, so I'd be interested to see what they think. But um, I understand the, story, the thing about going to prison and being rehabilitated and all that. I get it. I do understand that argument. But there are, there's levels where it should be punishment. You know, it should be punishment at a certain level. Mm. You know, so yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's part of your sentencing. Now you get you reach a level of sentencing, and this is not talking about death penalty, maybe, but just sentencing in general. You've got like there's a threshold of level of seriousness of, of crime where you don't get any rehabilitation, and your mm. sentence is actually about punishment. It's meant to be fucking horrible, and you're meant to be be restricted. Maybe this exists anyway. But it's meant it's not meant to be fucking good. But there's a level there's levels beneath that where yeah, fine. Good behaviour, you start getting rehabilitated, and there's an incentive to try and get yourself squared away. Yeah. Um, yeah. On an, on another cheery subject. Oh yes. Lionesses runners up in the World Cup. Congratulations. Enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the final. Did you enjoy it? I didn't watch it. No, I don't give a fuck about football. Women or otherwise. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I I, I enjoy. I like watching big stuff like that, and I like it. I, I do like women's sport a lot. Um, and at the moment and uh, I like where it's going and also I like big matches like that I do I like big matches like yeah. that so okay so it's a couple, there's a couple on that so you brought it up one is the, the thing I spoke about prior um, to starting the other one is there was a load of fucking huffle fluff a fluff about <laughs> should Rishi Sunak and Prince William go and watch them what's your opinion on that there was a lot of fluff around what there was a big fuss because because Sunak didn't go and Prince William didn't go to watch them, but they probably would have gone to see. The argument is they would have gone to watch the men's, but he didn't go to watch the women's. What's your thoughts on that? Brief thoughts uh, on that. Yeah, uh, I think that's correct, and, and I'm surprised he didn't go. Well, yeah. the, Prince William, at the very least, I'm very surprised he didn't go. That's my thing, yeah. So Sunak, obviously, he's, got, he's busy fucking the country, so he maybe can't go. He's got an excuse. He's just been among... But Prince William, I, I I think, is something to do with the FA, as in some sort of, you know, ceremonial role within the FA. It's on like a board of something. He certainly should have gone. Because he hasn't got an excuse for not going. Unless he's, I'm looking you know, now. I'm looking now. There is. There has been yeah. an excuse given. I'm looking now. Oh, what was the excuse? Real sad. Doesn't uh, want to go. <laughs> Prince. Right. Prince, oh, pop-ups, mate. I'm on, right, this is the mirror. Yeah. Pop-ups everywhere. Okay. Oh, my God, piss off. <laughs> if you're a paper, if you're a paper which has to put pop-ups everywhere to try and get revenue in, then you're doing your journalism wrong. Right? Or you're dying. <laughs> yeah. Or you're dying, yeah. Right, Prince William has faced a backlash for, I didn't know about any of this, by the way, for his decision to stay home during the Lionesses World Cup final match against Spain in Australia. In a video nice. posted to X, Prince William, who is head of the FA, is he? <laughs> a part, head yeah. of the FA, he didn't go, brilliant. He apologised to the England team saying, Lionesses, we want to send you a huge good luck for tomorrow. We're sorry we can't be there in person, but we're so proud of... Oh, he doesn't give an excuse there. No excuse, just give fuck it. And we're not uh, coming. Blah, blah, blah. Right, so he didn't give an excuse there. Speculation no. has been rife as to why William, who is currently on his summer holiday, didn't travel. <laughs> <to Australia. laughs> I guess worse. Uh, so... Some reports claim that a matter of royal pro protocol is blocking William from attending. King Charles who became Australia's head of state after the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, has not yet visited the country. Ah! That would mean that William cannot constitutionally visit the country before his father. Right, okay. That, though, from a protocol point of view, I think I say, oh, okay, I see the rules, but also I think, how about, Charlie, you go there too? Yeah, the symbol is there. How about you go and support yeah. the lionesses? It smells of shit. We didn't think we were going to get to the final. In the final, fuck, William, you've got to go. I'm on my fucking holiday. Like, well, oh, shit, why, find a reason why we can't go. <laughs> I, think it like I, think, I think it's more the protocol thing. I think, you've got, I think it's the protocol thing, and they've gone, you can't. But, but I can't go because 
because daddy hasn't gone yet and he's the king. Yeah. And I think it's so that. Fucking, everyone gets on a plane, don't they? It's simple. Yeah, get on a fucking plane. Snakes on yeah. a plane. Kaboom! <laughs> 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 um, yeah. yeah. So plane. that's that's that bit. The only other bit I saw, which is we've got fucking six minutes left, so maybe it's too uh, too late for this, but I saw some bell end race grifting about this. Go on. So there's a guy, I can't remember his actual name, I think he's like he's called like the Black Farmer or something. I think that's his like <laughs> social media name. Is he on X? Hey? Is he on X? Uh, I don't know. But I, he was on Sky looking at the team, looking at their, their uh, women's football team and basically said, made a comment about there being too many blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, white women on it. And it's just like, oh, fuck off! Oh, I see it. I not. see it. Yeah, I see it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right. Like, mate, the black just farmer, fuck off. The bl- yeah, let's have a look. The Black Farmer Sparks Sky News Race Row with blonde, blonde, blue-eyed lionesses claim. Um, he said that the World Cup squad isn't diverse and that it's filled with blonde, blue-eyed players. So his name is Wilfred Emmanuel Jones, mm-hmm. MBE, who set up the Black Farmer Scholarship and claims to be one of Britain's only black f- black commercial farmers. It's just one of Britain's only black commercial farmers. That's not a... How is that a claim? If I'm a white well, farmer... Yeah. If, if, I'm a white farmer if I'm a white farmer, I have one of Britain's only white commercial farmers. The fuck is yeah. he talking He's a right. fucking race grifter. Fucking hell. Pointing to a newspaper front page, he, uh, blah, blah, blah. He said, what jumps out at you is that this doesn't represent diverse Britain. And I wish them well, but I do think we need to ask ourselves questions about why there's a lack of diversity. So let's have a look at it. I'm looking at the squad now, right? One, yeah, two, yeah. three. There's 11. I had to count how many football players. There's 11. There's one. I mean, looking at it, just from what I'm looking at, it looks like there's one lady who isn't black, uh, who isn't white. Okay? I now, think there's three. I think there's, in this whole squad, well, I think this there's, is the, there's three. Yeah, this, I'm only looking at the start and 11, right? Now, yeah. I'm just going to make a point. I pay, make a fucking point in this all the time when this bullshit comes up. Yeah. Britain is 80% white. Eight in 10 people in Britain, at least, is white. Eight in 10 people are white. So, generally speaking, whatever fucking organization you look at, and this is an average across the board, you're probably going to find more white people than non-white people, right? There are exceptions to that. Like, on a regional basis, in the industry basis, job basis, culture basis, fucking, it, it, you know, that's generally what it is, though. Eight out of ten people in this country, at least, are white. So you're going to get, probably, more white people on the national fucking English team. Yeah. But then look at, for example, the British athletics team. Yeah. Yeah. So particularly, track and field. I'm looking. Does he have an issue? Does he have an issue... Yeah. Does he have an issue there? Or is that okay? So it's like by discussing this in this way and the way you've just described there, which is you know, which is accurate, I just think you play that game if you do that. Like what do we actually care about? You're playing that the whole fucking D and I I'm not excusing you of anything. I know you're on the same side as me. I'm just saying when we talk about it in that way, we're playing that game. Yeah, I, I agree. I've got no interest in playing. It's like if you can do, if you are the best at doing something, you should be there. Nothing I, else should matter. I agree at all. There yeah. was, a, wasn't there a thing about them being the gayest team as well? Something with it. There well, was some, I, I think I it was them. It was something about them being the gayest football team. There's been like how many of them were, were gay or something. It may not have been that team. Maybe somewhere else. But recently, yeah. To your point, mate. I, I was going to, want, I wanted to tweet replies on Twitter. And I want, and the reply I wanted to tweet was, I don't give a fuck if they're gay. I don't give a fuck what colour they are. I don't give a fuck what gender they think they are. I don't give a fuck. I couldn't care less that they are gay. I couldn't care less that most of the track and field team on the British, the British team, I'm, uh, they look mostly non-white. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's irrelevant. Great. Yeah. 
Just, I'm really happy they're on the fucking team. I'm really happy they're happy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I really don't yeah. care. Stop bringing it up. This, like, this black farmer guy, I'm annoyed you showed me him, but I don't like him. they're all people like and none of this says anything about fucking racism not existing and all that stuff like you know they're all knobheads in society for a variety of reasons reasons who are racists and guess what we generally shun those people there we go he's fucking bellend that's generally what happens people like the black farmer are encouraging racism and reinforcing racism is what what he's doing is what he's doing oh my god Oh, I could beat I could beat him. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, oh, this you're gonna love this. Right, oh, what's a fucking name? There is I look for it. They, there's some woman and she is it's it's Dr. Scholl or somebody. I'm sure that's what her name is. She is like chief race grifter. She has brought racism into the Lucy Leppy thing. So right. the her argument is that when she said, I'm not doing this, she was believed because she was white. And if she wasn't white, it would, it would have all got fucking binned straight away and all got caught. What uh, doctor. Uh, doctor. Yeah, all right, one second. Your, um, your search is probably way better than mine. Oh, my God. Yeah, talk with yourselves while uh, me and Hugh look on our phones to try and find this bellend. Okay. Sheila Sobrani. Is that it? Is that yeah. her name? Okay, I'd have to see her face. Oh, you've dropped out. Where have you gone? Am I there again? Am I back? Hello. I'm here. I am here. I'll just keep talking like this right because people don't, I know from experience that people don't see. Him, him he's frozen for me, but when it all sinks afterwards... We're going to be synced up, and this is mightily annoying for people watching or listening. I hope not. But you stopped. Doctor Shola Moss Shogbamiu. Are you back? You're back, mate. You froze there for yeah. about ten seconds. It's Sheila. It's Sheila. Um... No, not Sheila. Shola. Sheila Sabrani. No. Doctor Shola Moss Shogbam uh, Mimu. No, there's another one saying it then. No, really? Yeah. Okay. The president of the okay. Royal College of Nursing. The president uh, of the Royal thing, College of Nursing has said, if we're going to learn anything from this case, we need to stop denying that racism is a serious issue in the NHS. This Jesus. doctor would have been listened to if he was white. Well, oh, just this one. Can you see what I'm holding up? The, I know it's like backwards for you. It's all, right. it's all blurry. Right, so when we actually watch this, it'll be the right way around. But I'll read it here. So this, this is the one that I flagged. Lucy Letby exemplifies how ideology, how the ideology of whiteness keeps Britain in a chokehold. They believed her tears, denials, even though evidence said otherwise, for no other reason than she's white. A black or brown nurse would have been reported to the police immediately and sacked for suspicion. Cons, like they, she, she is a racist. That is a racist. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then she got crazy. community noted on Twitter as well, which is quite funny. Community notes got a absolute turd. Oh, you're joking, really? Brilliant. Yeah, there is no evidence. Community notes says there is no evidence to suggest that a, a POC nurse, person of color, wasn't it? Person of color nurse would have been sacked immediately, or in fact, significant union pro- uh, protections exist to prevent this. So yeah, <laughs> Can I- dicks, dicks, these people, and they they're doing it. Uh, uh, they're doing it because they want attention. That is it. That is it. It, it, It's fucking embarrassment to themselves and an embarrassment from whatever race, cultural background they're from, a fucking embarrassment just a damage to it. In the same way, in exactly the same way, that actual white people who are actual fucking racist are fucking embarrassment and a scourge. Yeah. The general public, most of the public look at this and go, fuck off. Yeah, But we see everywhere, don't we? We see these small pockets of knobheads who are actually the ones who've got time and fucking inclination to go off. The the worst thing is, yeah, why why are they even printing that? Like, this this, this woman who thinks that, and there's two of them, just, you know, two of them, Sheila and that Shona one, they both think it. They are in the minority of thinking that. There's no way people think that. 
And yet, the so the papers print it, not because they think this is interesting to a lot of people. No, they think this is going to wind a lot of people up and get a lot of conversation going around our fucking article. And they're in embarrassment yeah. as well. That Shola woman, she is she's constantly on fucking uh, being like a talking point, you know, talking head on her on news programs. Yeah, you know, she's on there all the time. GB News are actually pretty bad for that. She gets wheeled out on GB News quite often. Um, oh. Yeah, no. I'm not that I don't really watch the news, but I see clips of her on there. If you know what I mean, but yeah, yeah they they absolute balance, and it's they, people make a career out of it. Yeah, that's their thing. Yeah. Don't you know, jump on the bandwagon, people. Don't jump on no. the bandwagon of this. Yeah. And also, seriously. don't fucking don't be scared about it and believe that somehow someone's going to call you a racist because you fucking point out that you know. But when people are blatantly fucking race grifting, like grifting in any fucking way, fucking grifted people. But yeah, don't be fucking worried about pointing that kind of thing out. If you're fucking being reasonable and you're absolutely in cases like this, where it's completely fucking obvious, it's not connected at all. It's not a thing. It's just someone being a knobhead. Don't be afraid to fucking say something about that. You know, yeah. You don't have to go and burn the house down. Just literally go, what the fuck? You're a dick. What are you on about? Don't tell me yeah. what I think. Yeah. I've, uh, I've got to get ready for my day job. I've got to go and uh, get ready for my day job. I'll tell you what, I cannot <laughs> fucking wait until I move. Cannot fucking wait. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I did. Enjoyed that. Same. Um, Yeah. I will. uh, Are you in town on Thursday, Friday, on Wednesday, Thursday? On my what? Are you you in London on Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Go, mate. Ping me off Wednesday, Thursday. No, we'll talk about it on here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Wednesday, definitely. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye.